This is Midlife Mastery, episode number one. Welcome to the Midlife Mastery Podcast, where getting control of your time, your money, and your life are the keys to an amazing second act. If living authentically matters to you, then you're in the right place. And now, here's your host, Peter Fritz. Welcome to the very first episode in the first season of the Midlife Mastery Podcast. In this episode, the very first of what I hope will be many, I'm going to talk a little about uh, the kinds of topics that we're going to cover on this podcast, uh, what you can expect from future episodes, and I'll give you a little bit of background on who I am and how I came to this point. In terms of uh, what this podcast is about, uh, I guess you could say that its purpose is to confront and resolve the sorts of issues that are unique to us uh, in this age group, or at least amplified by um, being in midlife. Uh, There are a lot of things for us to talk about here, but uh, some of the things that you can expect in future episodes include finding time for your family, your health and projects that matter to you, dealing with consumption addiction, uh, debt and stress-free investing, starting a side hustle or a passion project, helping your kids to develop an entrepreneurial mindset, uh, setting your kids up for financial success early in life, uh, things like eliminating all the crap in your life, the stuff that you don't need that's holding you back and tying you down. Uh, making money online, uh, something which our parents didn't have the opportunity to do when they were our age. Uh, We're also going to talk about things like quitting your job, being a lot more productive in fewer hours than you're spending now, figuring out what your purpose here is, that's always a tricky one, Uh, what it takes to have a sustainable happy marriage, also a tricky one, and most of all, really how to reinvent yourself for this season, your second act. In terms of my background, Well, I guess I've been working my ass off since I was about 14. I've actually been entrepreneurially minded since I was, well, eight years old when I started making stuff in my dad's shed and selling them to the neighbours. But I started working part-time when I was 14 years old for a health and fitness centre not far from home. All the kids at that time either worked in the local supermarket or did paper rounds. Some of them worked in the local bottle shop, but um, something they couldn't do nowadays. But I wanted to be a bit different and instead of applying for jobs that were available, I actually approached the company that I wanted to work for and told them why they should hire me. In fact, I rang them every day for two weeks straight until I got a meeting with the owner. Um, So I really started working when I was 14, part-time and uh, started full-time when I was, I think I was just under 17. Uh, But throughout the course of my life from that point till, oh, I guess about eight, 10 years ago, I uh, I worked very long hours, uh, always in multiple things. I always had a full-time job, but um, always liked to pursue side hustles. I built a substantial property portfolio. Uh, for the last 20 years, I've had a fantastic consulting job with a technology company that gives me a fair dose of freedom and autonomy, allowing me to pursue other things on the side. Um, but uh Quite a few years ago, that company was on the brink of going broke and my income halved overnight. And that was right in the middle of a property subdivision and a property renovation, which made it very, very difficult because I couldn't just go and get a normal job again um, because I needed to be on site at different times of the day for these projects. So that was extremely stressful. Um, The long and the short of it is we uh, had a property crash shortly after. I was well and truly overextended and halving my income overnight certainly didn't help and I lost everything. So um, many, many years of hard work and a lot of late nights off until two, three in the morning, sanding away on skirting boards and 
you know, painting doors and things, it all amounted to naught. Uh, it wasn't long after that um, my marriage completely collapsed, so uh, I got divorced. Uh, that was one of the hardest times of my life, that's for sure, and there were a couple of times there where I wanted to drink myself to death, I guess. Um, jump off a building, crash into a big tree, whatever it took. Luckily, I didn't because uh, I met an amazing woman and I started rebuilding my life and um, everything was looking great uh, until I <laughs> until I had a midlife crisis in my mid-40s. I'm 49 now, so uh, I'm past it, I'm over it. And a lot of what I write about on Midlife Tribe relates to, to that period. But um, that wasn't much fun. Uh, I remember sitting one night... Uh, doing what Donald Trump does, except I wasn't tweeting. I was looking for answers on Google, and um, I started to find some. And uh, I'll mention some of those people at the end of this episode, but um, it's amazing what you can do if you go looking for it, for answers. And uh, I certainly found some. And over time, I started to get my shit together, and uh, things started looking up. During that period, I became extremely aware of how common my challenges were, and I just decided to write about what I was learning uh, and what I'd learned through these experiences. And that formed the basis of the Midlife Tribe website. Uh, and this podcast was just a natural extension of that. Um, I listened to quite a few podcasts. And it is difficult these days to sit down and consume a lot of written content, whereas most of us have a bit of free time when we're in the car or at the gym. I don't go to the gym, by the way. Um, or walking around the block. That's more my speed. Um, we have... You know, time when we're doing something else where we don't need to concentrate and we can listen to something while we're doing that. And podcasts are a brilliant platform for that. So hence the reason for this one. So when I entered the workforce full time, I always had side hustles going on um, from photography. I started doing photography when I was 12. I was first published when I was 16, uh, as well as writing. And I was always sort of making a bit of money here and there selling things that I made in my dad's shed, like I mentioned earlier. Um I was a bit of a high achiever type, I guess. Um, at the age of 17, when I started my first full-time job with uh, a bank here in Australia, uh, at 17, I was the youngest, what they called trading bank examiner at the time. And the next youngest person doing that job was 26. Trouble was, of course, that um, I don't know what it's like these days, but back then, you got paid according to your age. So it didn't matter that I was doing a 26-year-old's job. I was getting paid as a 17-year-old, so the reward just wasn't there. Um, luckily, though, um, I was doing a bit of freelancing on the, on the side. I was um, taking photos and writing articles for motorcycle magazines, which was my big passion back then. And fortunately, somebody spotted my work. Um, that was an art director who was uh, redesigning the look of that magazine that my article was being published in. And he spent two weeks trying to convince me that I did not belong in banking, that I belonged in the publishing industry. And uh, thank God he convinced me and I got out of banking and went into car and motorcycle magazines, which was huge fun. Anyway, uh, I built a decent portfolio of uh, properties over the years that followed. Uh, I had five properties, but I went on to lose all of them, as I mentioned, uh, and I ended up $140,000 in debt. So after all, <laughs> after all that work... After all of that risk and all of that commitment, I ended up with absolutely nothing and $140,000 in the hole and an absolute feeling of hopelessness having to let go of everything. Um, the material stuff I knew I'd make up again, but getting divorced and, 
and leaving my two beautiful little girls, that was the single hardest thing I've ever had to go through, and I don't wish that on any of you. But as fortune would have it, I found an incredible woman, and I remarried, and uh, I dug myself out of this financial and psychological hole, and life seemed to get better again. Well, it did. It got a lot better uh, until I had that midlife crisis that I mentioned. But anyway, I've emerged from all of this uh, wiser for the experience, and I've gone on to create a life that really is, if I'm honest, it's what I really wanted in the first place. You know, when I was young, I wanted the, you know, lots of money, fancy car, corporate jet, you know, big title, all that sort of stuff. When really, you know, uh, when it when it all is said and done, what we all want is to do something that we feel matters. We want to do something that we enjoy, hopefully something that comes naturally to us and something where we feel like we're valued and we're making a difference in some way. And that's the kind of life I have now. And it is a thousand times better than anything I was striving for before. Uh, I've got a fantastic relationship with my wife. We've, uh, we've had a son together. He's now six, little Tommy, fantastic little kid. And I even get along really well with my ex-wife now. And of course, my relationship with my two daughters is really, really good. Um, I am so proud of those girls and I just love the people that they're becoming. And uh, we all have a good relationship. So everything worked out in the end, thank God. Um, I've got a fair dose of freedom with the work that I do. I still consult for that same company after 20 years, but I also work with a, a number of other companies. Um, I always have a couple of other side projects on the go. I just published a book recently, just a couple of days ago, actually. And um, uh, of course, the Midlife Tribe website and now this podcast. So I've got plenty of things to keep me occupied and keep life interesting. Now, I mentioned earlier that um, uh, when I was doing my Trump impersonation on the toilet, uh, at the start of this midlife crisis of mine, well, in the middle of this midlife crisis, I started looking for answers. And in the order that they appeared, there are people that I really must thank because it was their answers that got me started on figuring out what I wanted to do, who I really was, where I could create value in the world so that I could feel like the work I'm doing actually matters, and where I could bring some balance back into my life again instead of always chasing my tail and all of these stupid ideals that Western society has concocted for us. And in the order that those people appeared, first of all, was Jonathan Mead from a site called Paid to Exist. Now, Jonathan's also created another site now called Uncaged Human, and he is quite an incredible guy. Um, his was really the very first uh, website, and he was the very first person who had a demonstrable impact on my decisions to change my life and move forward in a more positive and intentional way. So I've got a lot to thank Jonathan for. Uh, the next was uh, a fellow called Grant Peel who created the documentary I'm Fine Thanks. And uh, that documentary, that really struck me. That uh, the, the stories in that were incredible. And uh, the guy whose training I've since followed for starting this podcast, Pat Flynn, he was featured on that documentary. And his story um, really resonated with me, as did many of the others. So Grant's documentary was a significant pivotal point in my transition from 
striving for all the crap that I thought was important to actually moving towards the stuff which was important, which really has brought value to my life. Uh, next that next person that came along were, uh, were the guys at fizzle.co. Uh, fizzle is an online training resource for independent entrepreneurs and the guys there, Corbett Barr, Chase Reeves and Steph Crowder, they're, they're just incredible. And uh, I'm still in touch with these guys regularly and I'm still following their material every couple of days and they're rare amongst online uh, amongst the online business community. There is a lot of crap out there. There's a lot of a lot of sleazy sales tactic, tactics and a lot of copycat rubbish on the internet. But these guys are the real deal, and I owe a lot to them for the stuff that I've learned over the last eighteen months. And of course, I mentioned it before, Pat Flynn. Pat Flynn has the Smart Passive Income blog and podcast, and he created a fantastic podcast training course called uh, the Power Up Podcasting Course, which I followed leading up to the release of this podcast. And I've been following Pat's work through his podcast uh, and his website for, God, I think it must be about a year and a half, must be close to a year and a half. And I've learned so much from that guy. And he, like the guys at Fizzle, he is one of those rare, straight talking, honest, ethical, totally transparent people on the internet. And you can learn an enormous amount from that guy. Uh, So anyway, in the next episode, we're going to talk about uh, life after 40 and why I think it's the best time of all. And why I think you should start to approach it as the best time of all for you as well. In future episodes, we're going to have some guests on the show to share their successes, their failures, and the lessons that they've learned about midlife mastery. But till then, uh, you'll find the show notes for this episode at midlifetribe.com slash one. I've also got a free download for you at uh, midlifetribe.com slash 15 ideas. It's a ebook, about, I think it's about 60 pages long, 15 ideas for midlife mastery. It's in full color. It's uh, formatted for, for landscape viewing on iPad. I think you're going to really like it. A lot of people have uh, downloaded that and said wonderful things about it. If you enjoyed this episode, I know it's only the first and it's only an intro, but if you enjoyed it, please subscribe to the show. I've got a show coming out every week from now on. Uh, And if you could give the show a rating on iTunes and an honest review, it helps others to find the show, and I'd really appreciate it. In the meantime, you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Midlife Tribe. Till the next session, thanks for listening. Talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Midlife Mastery Podcast. For more ideas on creating the perfect second act, go to midlifetribe.com and learn how to master your time, your money, and your life.